This episode is brought to you by MDC Strategy. By the Hood has partnered with several other educators and investors to create MDC Strategy. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme or fake internet gurus selling you dreams of wealth. This is a community of educators and investors who believe in the power of community and shared ideas. We share information about real estate, long-term stock investing, precious metals, options trading, cryptocurrency, and much more. For more information, visit mdcstrategy.com. This is not investment advice. It's for educational and informational purposes only. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. I want to say thank you to everyone who supports our platform, all of our new YouTube subscribers, all the students in the MDC membership group, all the kids from the Bodyhood University Ownership Camp, just everybody that supports anything we got going on here at Bodyhood. I want to say thank you. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Corey, as always. Corey, what's up, bro? Man, I'm chilling. I'm living La Vida Luca, man. Every day above ground is a good day, so I'm not going to complain, man. Listen, man, I think you, Liz, is getting um, crazy right now, man, but I, I want to make sure we always show love to the people that allow us to do what it is we do. This is our weekly podcast where we come on and talk about all things surrounding black wealth and personal finance. Um, so if you're tuning in for the first time, we appreciate you. Uh, please make sure you share this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our audio podcast. Um, we like to have fun. Our Wednesday podcast is, you know, nice short uh, commentary on what we feel is interesting in the world of finance as well as black wealth, like I just said. So, Core, tell you what I got for you today, bro. Okay. This is what I got for you today, man. It is an article. This is from Yahoo Finance, um, and it talks about Instacart. It says, Instacart reveals IPO filing, disclosing PepsiCo's investment and their profitability. Now. Now, for those who don't know what Instacart is, it allows you to order groceries and other things from your phone and they'd be dropped off at your door. Um, disclaimer, I do use the service. I love the service. We're going to talk about that in a second. So the article says, um, comes from Reuters as well. So Yahoo Finance got it from Reuters. Grocery delivery service Instacart on Friday, um, they were recording this, said its core business turned profitable after making public its filing for a long-awaited stock market launch. And it also disclosed that it has a big investment from Pepsi. So that's, you know, we're going to talk about that in a second. But Pepsi made an investment in the Instacart, which is interesting. So um, it looks like, and I'm not going to read the entire article. I will put the link to the article in the show notes as well as the description. But I do want to point out a couple of things. One, that it looks like it's going to happen in September, right? It's uh, Instacart expected to list the shares in September. This is part of a wave of high-profile names testing investor appetite for new stocks. The market for new listings has been subdued for the mo- for most of the last two years due to Russia's invasion of the Ukraine, as well as a spike in interest rates. So this will give us a little bit of data to see what the response is to a company like Instacart going public. So the article continues to say, if successful, the listing could revitalize the U.S. IPO market, which has already seen some Green shoots this year on bets that the U.S. Federal Reserve interest rate policy could guide the economy to a soft landing. Um, 
So it's more information about the groundwork, how it was laid for Instacart to get to this point. And again, I'm not going to read this entire article because we don't want to uh, sit here for <laughs> for a long period of time. Um, talks about some of the other sectors and things that Instacart is doing, such as uh, working with Sephora, 7-Eleven, CVS. Um, but some of the numbers about Instacart and the money that Instacart is making with their, their service. So for the six months ended June 30th, their revenues came in at $1.48 billion, which is up 31% from the same period last year. Advertising and other revenues surged 24% to $406 million. It reported a net income. Now, this is net income of $242 million during a six-month period compared to last year in the same time frame. It had a $74 million loss. So they are putting numbers on the board uh, at Instacart. Um, Corey, have you ever used Instacart before? I've used a similar service, but not Instacart. So I guess the, the couple questions I have for you is, um, do you think that, the IPO market is ready for a company such as Instacart. That's the one thing. I don't that I don't know. I'm just going from the rip. I don't know because I will say I would part personally say no because they still raise the interest rates. But mm-hmm. I, you know, people are crazy out there. They they don't. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, people like I wouldn't IPO during rate hikes, but you know they got to test the waters at some point. I was so, watching a YouTube video and they were saying that there's so many new people in the market over the last couple of years since the pandemic. And the like, and people love IPOs too. They feel like it's their chance to get rich. So you, you see inflows. I mean, then other times you just don't. But Instacart is a very popular service. You can tell by the numbers they put on the board. Um, other thing that I found interesting about this is you look at a consumer defensive company like PepsiCo, who's a behemoth. And they have a huge stake in Instacart. I thought that was interesting because anytime now it seems like one of these smaller companies is growing and gets to the point where they're ready to IPO, you find out that one of the big boys already got their stake in it. And it's almost like once you get to that point, uh, you know, not that you're too, too big to fail, but you already have a stake in something that's coming up. So what are your thoughts on that, bro? I don't know. Again. It's, it's it's a little weird because um like I said like it's, it's we living in a weird time like the, the 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 economy you got all kinds of stuff going on and so I don't know man like but what do you think about Pepsi putting their stake in a company like Instacart I don't I don't think anything about it because Pepsi Pepsi is one of those they got 50,000 brands and Put, them putting their stake is is smart because, you know, then they get the, they get their brands, if you know people are getting stuff at home and then they get they get their brands branded, advertised, you know, for free basically. So it's a it's a for Pepsi I can see that where the where the uh, I guess the um, how it goes together. You know what I mean? Like it, it makes sense for Pepsi to do something. Mm-hmm. Like that. It would make sense for a lot of companies to do something like this. It would make sense for, you know, a, any company that has a lot of different brands that get put in front of people to do something like this with, with somebody like Instacart. So, I mean, I can see where I can see why and where, you know, Pepsi get gets it. So, so I, I, I'm bringing this article to the table. I'm going to tell you why I think it's interesting. It's something that we should be talking about. Again, you know, our, our show is about black wealth, personal finance, because, a lot of our folks like to invest in individual stock. 
I'm on the record a gazillion times saying I think that most people shouldn't buy individual stock. You should just be buying a, a broad market index fund and minding your business. But if you're going to take that next step and foray into individual stock, you should learn to do your research. One of the things about research um, is finding out who are the big shareholders in the companies that you're buying. Yep. You get a lot of information from that. So when companies file to go public, you get a lot of information about what's going on with that said company. And I also like to see which big companies have equity in other small companies to see how I feel they're going to um, navigate that business or build that business out. So I think that's one thing is the, the one a couple of takeaways from this is find out who owns what you're looking at. So if you're looking at Instacart for, for argument's sake as an investment, I think it's, it's important to know who else is putting their money there. Right. Yep. And Pepsi let, and lends credence to their business because we know Pepsi did their due diligence. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? That's the one thing. The other thing about this article that I find interesting, too, is um, like you just said, you said something you said our economy is all over the place, right? You have companies like Rite Aid filing for bankruptcy. You have um, a handful of tech companies keeping our entire market afloat. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the response is to a company going um, IPO in this climate, especially a company that has revenue. I was watching a clip of a, um, uh, a podcast or a Friday Live we did a couple of years ago, and we were joking about the fact that most of these companies don't make any money, right? A lot of these tech companies don't make any money, but now we have one that has positive revenue. And but IPO, that's different. That's Yeah, that's yeah. extremely different. But then it's like they're coming at a wild, wild time in the climate. So this is something to pay attention to if you're into the markets, um, if you're into IPOs, you know. And also the last part of this that I find interesting is the fact that a company that is in this space, the same as say like Uber Eats or DoorDash, like they kind of like overlap each other. Obviously they focus on groceries, but you can get your groceries directly from I get my Walmart. groceries. Yeah. So you can but you could do yeah, Uber Eats. Only because I get seven percent back in Bitcoin from them. So Uber well, you know, yeah. I mean door the DoorDash cards have been out in full for a minute though. I'm so shot the full if you listen and get back. They got Instacart too, but by the way. But anyway um, but Uber Eats, DoorDash, um, Amazon, Walmart, they're already in this space, so I don't know. Yeah, they don't. That's that's why I was saying, like, I don't know how successful they're gonna be because they don't have no moat. It's like all of these other services again, but they're making money. So, and Pepsi put they, you know, so I can't say, you know, yeah, it's just interesting. I don't know what, the, what it is gonna be. Like, the reason that we use Instacart is just because it's just the easy use, but. People can update their app and change their UI and UX anytime they want to. I don't know what makes me use Instacart versus, say, using using like Uber to do the same thing. Like some folks, I know they use Uber. They like Uber because they use Uber for a couple other services. So they don't want to keep everything under one account. But I don't know what's going to keep them, um, what's going to give them that competitive advantage. So the questions I have for everybody watching this, um, how do you think their IPO will do? right now considering everything that's going on with the economy that's the first question the second question is pepsi putting their stamp on them does that give you any confidence in the in the business right the business of instacart yes because the second one real yeah. quick and the third question is um it is an interesting question how far are you willing to go to pay for convenience because what you're paying for with instacart is convenience 
And yeah. I guess the question I have is how, how far are you willing to go to pay for convenience? Have you tried Instacart? Have you used a, um, an app to uh, deliver groceries? I was talking to my mother-in-law about Instacart and she refuses to even think about it. Ain't nobody going to get my, I'm going to get my own groceries. Like, but younger generations, they all about that app life. They want to be picked up by Uber. They want to order off DoorDash or Grubhub. They want to, you know what I'm saying? If I get groceries, they're going to be brought to me. They are about, they, they're. They about that life. Yeah. So I want to know, what are you willing to, like, how far are you willing to go to pay for convenience? Have you used a service like an Instacart or Uber Eats DoorDash that brings your groceries to you? So, Corey, you want to add something to them, to that, to that mix? No, it's just the, 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 the synergy between the, the, the Pepsi and, and, and um, Instacart is is interesting to me. So okay. I'm going to keep an eye on it. I'm not buying it. I don't ever buy IPOs. Um, yeah, I try to stay away as, as well. Um, but um, I, uh, not that, you know, like some IPOs that I've watched have done well, like, um, you know, Roku and some other IPOs, Tesla, you know, in the last eight to nine years that I've watched do well. But the very vast majority of these joints, I watched these joints crash. <laughs> I'm going I, watch it. I remember yeah. seeing it. It's, I like remember watching, it. it's like watching a car crash on the highway, dog. Like you know, these joints be getting murk. I remember when Google went public. I never forget this. Shout out to my brother Kerry. Me and Kerry were sitting out talking about it. Like, man, they overvalued. I ain't buying. And, and little did we know that if we just stuck a bag on Google, I probably wouldn't be having this conversation with you right now because I'd be somewhere at else. All. Something. At all. But 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 the fact is, I mean, that shows how much I know. Um, that's the funny thing about investing. I was reading. Um, uh, one of Warren Buffett's uh, letters to shareholders. I forgot what year it was, but the point that he made, which really like intrigued me was he said that he probably made more bad decisions than good decisions in his career. But he said he probably made about 12 good decisions that catapulted everything that he does. And the point that he was making is when it comes to investing, you don't always have to be right. But if you're right and you hit it big, it can make up for those bad decisions. Oh yeah, it's like being in the in the, in the market, man. Like it's like being yeah. a baseball player, right? You go to the Hall of Fame. You hit three hundred. You hit, if you hit enough home runs and you hit three hundred, you go to the Hall of Fame. This is absolutely true. You can go zero for two, right? But then you come up in the ninth inning with two men on board and you hit a double to win the game. People forget you struck out the first two times, right? <laughs> and it, it's kind of it's kind of the point that he was making. And I found that interesting, right? Because I start thinking as I read that, I start thinking to myself, like, I made some terrible decisions. I don't, I don't think I don't think when I read stuff like that, it's like I don't take enough chances. Eh. So so for me, it was like I passed on Amazon at 12 bucks. I was like, they sell books. Why am I gonna buy a company that sells books? And I never forget, and, and I, see now hindsight is 2020, but I'm gonna tell you something. I had an OG, one of the guys that taught me about the stock market. And he was telling me to buy Amazon. And my exact words to him, Core, I was like, why would I want to buy an online bookseller? I was like, once Borders gets online, Amazon's going out of business. Borders never got online. <laughs> it's like Barnes and Noble and Borders is out there. Once they get their internet presence, I was like, the nook is going to come out. Like I was like, they ain't going to. Man, now look, I can't tell you where Barnes and Nobles is. I don't think Borders exists no more either. Right? I know where Barnes and Noble still exists. Borders, not so much. Yeah. Anyway, I laughed at Google because of the way it shot up. Anyway, and I ended up buying. The funny thing is, I ended up becoming a shareholder later at a higher price, like a dummy. But 
Um, point is, I made a lot of mistakes, but I've also made a couple good ones that have um, put me in a, the, a good space. So it's not about always being right. It's about taking um, taking shots, right? Shot, shot, what, shot. What they say? What they say about Mike? They say Mike led the league in um, miss shots. Yeah, miss shots. But he still might. He made he made he made a number of them. So yeah, that's a lesson from uh from today's pod though. But uh, the questions I have though to you guys though is um, what do you think about Pepsi's um involvement in this whole Instacart thing? What are you willing to pay for convenience? That's the other thing. And how do you think they'll do in this climate? Will you guys be investing in Instacart? I want to know. Um, answer these questions. Leave us a comment. Leave us some feedback on Twitter, Facebook. We're all over the internet. But let us know what you think about Instacart, man. Any final words about Instacart or anything we talked about today, Corp? Nah, man, I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Listen, man. Um, you know, Corp Cor is off for quiet today. Man, still getting settled in Houston, man. I am, okay. man. Like, cause, like, cause we we talked about these IPOs like 75 different times on on multiple different platforms, and we just tell people like. Oh, I tell people like be it, careful, right? It's not investment. Yeah, like it, if you like it, buy it. If you don't like it, leave it alone. And if you're not sure, watch it. You know what I mean? Like, it's really, you know, it's really about what your appetite is for the market. Yeah, you know I just mean? think this is an interesting story because of the time that is coming around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who it's their, a lot who more their, who, their partner, who their partner is. And when you look at the revenue that they're generating, it's like people are really willing to pay for convenience. They're making billions of dollars from people saying, I'm not going to get my groceries. Somebody's going to bring them to me. That's insane. No, I, I believe. We talk about entrepreneurs trying to solve problems. I don't even know if this was a problem that needed to be solved. There was already stuff that did it. And somehow they still found a way to create billions of dollars in value in a space where you have a lot of other behemoths. So I just think there's an interesting business story. No. Anyway, man, um, leave us some feedback. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Um, let us know what you think about you know, Instacart, the IPO, Pepsi and the like. Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel, share this video. We appreciate all you guys. We love you guys. But as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see you guys on our next episode. Peace.